Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. Good morning, everybody.
So I started my own painting business, Nick Slavic Painting and Restoration Company. And this is my 15th anniversary of owning and operating that. Now, I have spent the majority of my time in this industry as a master craftsperson or a trade business owner with a very lonely, regressive mindset. I was raised in the previous version of the United States trades, where old, grumpy people yelled at you. That was my experience, right? I was lonely. When I started my own business, I did exactly what every other trades business did around me, and it did not work. Every problem I encountered, it felt like I was the first one to ever experience this, and I was the only one that could ever fix it. That feeling of loneliness has stuck with me for a long time. So right now, we've talked about it for three days. What is the number one problem in our industry right now? Say it. No good people, labor, things like that, right? No good people out there. We've been commiserating for a decade that there's no good people out there. But when Jason Paris and I, my beloved friend from the industry, travel the country, and we see the inside workings of people's family businesses, um, all these great businesses that we all look up to, we collected a lot of data. And this data would lead us to believe that, yes, there is not enough good people. But I believe that there's a problem at least as important as that, maybe even more important. So here's the state of our industry. I want to let you guys know what I know about this industry. As far as I can tell, our manufacturers have been super helpful with giving us data. I sprinkle over my anecdotal uh, evidence from traveling, and of course we have some feelings. So right now, there are 330,000 painting companies in the United States. The average painting company size is 1.5 people. 99% of our entire industry are single owner operators, or 1.5, that's my dad and a kid in the summer. This is a very fragmented industry. The average painting business goes out of business in one to three years. That is heartbreaking. Because the average painting business owner makes $43,000 a year. This group is a self-selected group of people. On odds, we are 15 times larger and more productive than most other painting businesses in the United States. But we can't let this group of people delude us into thinking that this is the industry. You wonder why people go out of business in one to three years because they're making 21 and a half dollars an hour doing this beloved craft with all the risk. Half of all Americans make $50,000. So where we stand right now, on a whole, the average paying business owner, the average paying business entrepreneur, makes less than the average American. We're gonna change that together. So this is my hypothesis. We, our knee-jerk reaction is we need painters. What would happen if we dumped 50,000 painters on this industry right now? Are we ready? Have we done the things we need to do to professionalize, to be ready for them? If you would have dumped four trained painters on my business in year one or two, it would have collapsed my business. I haven't done anything that you need to do. I didn't have a job description, I didn't have a training process, a standard operating procedure, reporting manual, anything. It would have hurt me to have people. So this is what I postulate. Do we have a labor problem, or do we have a professional business problem? I want us to be progressive. We don't have to choose, but we need to prioritize. This is what I found when traveling the country. Professionalized businesses don't struggle with recruiting labor. They do not. If you want to solve the labor problem, find the next Jason Paris, find the next Bradley Ellison, find the next Matt Maggie Kuiper. They solve it by themselves. People seek out and stay with professionalized companies. I've heard it a dozen times already this week. 
If I bring people on and train them, they're just going to leave and go somewhere else, start their own businesses. I would say, are you ready to look in the mirror? Are you giving them opportunities? Have you done what you should do as a good employer to make them stay? Because 70% of all employees in the U.S. are likely to leave for another company that offers professional development. On every single employee satisfaction survey, what you're going to find is that they rate, you know, employees' needs from 1 to 10. Sometimes, as business owners, we have a knee-jerk reaction that money, time off, benefits, PTO, things like that will be the highest in regard. You don't find money or benefits until at least number two, three, or four on those lists. Number one, development. Universally, across all industries. So we have to look ourselves in the mirror. What are we doing in our companies to develop our people? You can say, I love my people, I want to take care of them. Where is it written down? Where is the standard operating procedure? Where is the program that develops your people? So what is a professional business? When we look at uh, the United States labor market, this is kind of what we see, lots of options. You can be an employee where you trade your time for money. You could be a self-employed owner-operator where you own a job. Your active work creates income. A business owner is different from owning a job. You own scalable systems, and your income doesn't depend on your own labor. And then you could possibly even be an investor, where your equity creates wealth for you. Here's the deal. These are not four equal steps on a staircase. There's a great chasm that exists between owning a job and owning a business. If you go to your state and file as an LLC, technically you own a business. But we have to be honest with what we're doing. Do you own a job or do you own a business? Myself, Jason, the rest of the PCA, you will never hear a value judgment out of us saying small business versus big business. One's better than the other. You can professionalize as a single owner operator and have all the fruits of a big business. Just because you don't have employees doesn't mean you can't professionalize. But there's a huge chasm, a lot of work to be done between these two things. Taking a few steps back, I would even say, why even the painting industry? Right? We're all here. We're going to devote our lives to this. We're going to pour our heart and our soul and our resources into this. We better make sure that this is a good place to be. Because if you want to talk about the American dream, Canadian dream as well for you Canadians, we want to talk about building freedom machines, building something from nothing, using our own equity, our sweat, our brains. The average doctor, the average doctor, the average doctor, check. Check, check. The average doctor in the United States makes $203,000 a year. That's a lot of money, right? It's all right. A $1 million paying business, eight to 10 employees with a good owner operator, good accountability systems, a professionalized business can return $297,000 to the owner. Let's talk about startup cost. What's it take to start out being a doctor? Eight to 10 years of school, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. What's it take to start a paint business? A vehicle and a ladder. Congratulations, 90% of Americans qualify to start a paint business. If you want to talk American dream and opportunity, that's where it's at. I have been a master craftsperson way longer than I've been a business owner. Our industry, that 99% of single owner operators, has been painters longer than they've been business owners. So the PCA, this board of directors, this group of people, the cool kids, we are gonna meet people where they're at. Yes, we need people. We want to give these people more people. We need to know that they are unprofessionalized businesses. That is not a value judgment. They're just unprofessionalized. We need, we need to meet them where they're at with professionalization. So how do you professionalize? Simply, you need some information, 
and you need some grit to get that information done. Tom Reber said something years ago at one of these that stuck with me. He called head trash, limiting beliefs. Every single problem that I've encountered in this industry, in my business, has been either a result of my limiting beliefs or has been fixed by fixing my limiting beliefs. That's the grit part. Jason Paris, I, mean, I don't know this guy, but he said something genius years ago at one of the first expos we were together. This is the most beautiful sentiment I have ever heard about our industry. It could not be more true. You're only limited by your ability to execute your business plan. You're never going to say it better, and it's never going to be more true. So, what does a professional business look like? We got the grit, right? We got the gumption, we're going to do it. Professional business, we need some SOPs, we need some employment standards. We need a job description. We need competency-based pay scales that aren't based on feelings. We need a job that will attract those decent human beings. We need a goal-setting and review meeting that's based on data and not feelings. We need work orders to help our crews out. We need an employee resource guide, an employee manual. We need a weekly goal tracker. We need a leadership team meeting schedule. We need job costing. And we need an onboarding and training process. Just that. <laughs> Where are we going to get all this stuff, right? That's all the information. That is a problem of work. I will never tell you this is easy, right? But this is all here. The PCA created the Business Accelerator. Jason and I have poured our lives into this last year. It is a learning management system. It's a boot camp for business owners. All those things you saw in the previous slide, we inculcate you with those there. There's a peer group of yours where you meet regularly, learning management systems, quizzes, subject matter experts like myself and Jason actually come to the group to hold you guys accountable. All the information is out there. And here's my quick win. There's going to be many asks I make of this group of cool kids in the next couple of years. My immediate ask, the quick win is for everybody to pull out your phone right now and open your camera. I want you to scan this. This will take you right to the Business Accelerator page. Remember that slide with all that clutter and stuff? If you're missing even one of those, you need this. Open this up, follow that link, do me a favor, and go to the Business Accelerator. You're doing me a great favor, you're doing your family and your business a great favor. So the vision of the PCA, our motto is we build better contractors, and that's what we're gonna do in the next couple years. But beyond tactics, like the Business Accelerator, payment training, health insurance, all the great things we offer our members, there's a strategy and an ethos of how we're going to change this industry. We are operating under the force multiplication theory, which is 330,000 payment contractors. There's 1,300 members here. We're probably never going to get 330,000 members in the PCA. But 1%, the three to 4,000, the upper crust, the cool kids, is what we're going to try to get in the next couple of years. Our plan is to influence the influencers. You guys, whether you know it or not, or like it or not, are influencers. You've taken the time, the money to be here. You are a self-selected group of people that are going to be on the spear tip of changing this industry. You are the influencers. When you go to Business uh, Accelerator, when you professionalize your business, you're going to go back to your market, you're going to post on social media. Other people are going to see it, and they're going to be inspired, just like you guys were to come here. Force multiplication. One gets infected, the other gets infected, and then the industry change begins. So my goal for the next two years, we want more profitable businesses, we want more durable freedom machines, we want more servant leaders. This is a 140-year organization built on servant leadership. The board of directors of this is volunteers. We give of ourselves. You guys pay to be here. 
That shows you how valuable this is. The resources you get from this are way more valuable than anything you can ever spend to get here or do this. Also, I promise you that this will be the last time we ever utter the words PCA is the best kept secret in the industry. We have built an amazing value proposition, and now, with all of your help, we're going to get the word out. We're going to start changing this industry. So my ask for the next two years, use the resources of the PCA. I'm not going to make a slide with all the bullet points on there. You guys know what's going on. We have worked tirelessly as an important organization to make sure that when you pay your membership dues, you're going to get multiples of that back every single year. I want you to come to the expo, especially after the party last night, and as people leave today, I have never had a conversation where somebody said, PCA Expo? Man. That would never happen, and it's never happened before. Also, I need a personal promise from you guys. Inclusive versus exclusive, right? We've all been on a Tanner Mullins Facebook group of 107,000 people. We've been on a Corey Leister's group of 67,000 people. We know that that can turn toxic real quick on the internet, right? I want you guys to be the good ones out there. When somebody says, what do we charge for X? I want you to help them instead of what happens normally out there, which gets a little spicy. <laughs> also, I have been approached by no less than 80 or 90 people this week saying, Nick, we're here to serve, get me involved. We'll buckle up. I'm going to be personally calling on all you people who did that, and I'm going to expect you to put your money where your mouth is in the next couple of years. So here's my promise to you, in closing. I will work tirelessly to make sure that this industry and this association prevents that loneliness, that feeling of solitude that we've had in this industry for so long. And we're gonna do this all together. Thank you guys. Paynet podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.